Romans 1. What? But give, give him a minute. Just talk amongst yourselves for a moment. <laughs> Anybody listening to the radio at stupid o'clock this morning? Quarter past seven? No. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Chris has heard this before. I was listening. I don't know what program it was on Radio 4. I was listening on the way into church. And um, they had a professor or a lecturer in the psychology of religion on. And they were talking about... Ver- well, I, I came in in the middle of a, an article, so I'm not quite sure what the context was. But she was saying, they were talking about... They call it Jesus junk. It's the, the, the tat that you can buy at um, some of the cathedrals and the places of pilgrimage. You know, like, you know, a Pope on a rope soap, you know, that sort of thing. And um, a light up Mary uh, and things like that that you can buy. And they were talking about the psychology behind it. And she was, she was saying, well, at least these things show the soft side of religion. I thought, that's interesting. She said, because, of course, religion is defined by hatred, violence, judgment, and negativity. That was sort of the reaction for the next five minutes. Like, what? And the person interviewing or talking with her was going, yeah, that's what religion is. And she was saying, you know, she wasn't. She was talking about Hindu fundamentalism, Islamic fundamentalism, but also then, you know, the Crusades and Christian fundamentalism in that way over the centuries. And I was cross to start with, and then really, really sad, because that actually is the image that the world sees, and we're all lumped in. We're all lumped in together. If we're people of faith, then we're against this, 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 and this, and we're anti that, that, and the other, and we're judgmental, and we're arrogant. We're not, are we? But that's what people hear. That's the filter they hear it through. You can blame the media. You can blame whatever. I remember J. John going to a conference. Um, J. John was... No, Michael Green was speaking at it. It wasn't J. John. It was Michael Green. And um, he played a bit from Eddie Izzard. You come across Eddie Izzard? Um, about Christians basically being wet and ineffectual. And, of course, we were all there. It was the School of the Evangelists thing. We were all there, and we laughed because it was funny. It was a caricature of Christians, especially clergy, about us all being very... Wet, basically. And, and Michael Green just switched the video off and said, I wonder where he gets his information from. At which point the whole room went, home. Because that's the image that is portrayed. Now we can blame everybody else, but it's always them that are doing it, isn't it? Other people in the church that are doing it. Well, yeah, they're our brothers and sisters. And if we're family, we've got to hold on to family. So let's, please, guys, I know that you're not judgmental, arrogant. And you appreciate that's the image we have around here. It's not just a national one. Because of the building project. And we're not listening to anybody. 
apart from the Holy Spirit, of course. And we're not doing this and we're not doing that and we're nasty about that. And Did a funeral last week. You seem quite nice for a vicar. Now, a compliment and an insult all in the same <laughs> breath. I'm sure she meant it nicely, the lady that spoke to me. But I also want to go, the other one I get often is, you're quite normal for a vicar. And again, I want to go, what are my colleagues doing? What, what, how do they come across then? Because I really am not normal, you know. <laughs> but that's what people think of us. Who's going to change it? We are. By being humble. By being loving. By being obedient to Jesus. Oh, there's the rub, isn't it? What I'm talking about this morning, as I've filled in a bit there, what I'm talking about this morning is living by faith. Now, when I first became a Christian, I came across this faith, this phrase, living by faith, and basically it meant people without an income doing God's work and they were living by faith. Know that phrase? Yeah, Paul, you're nodding. Good. <laughs> it's... You know, oh, we live by faith. Implication, the rest of you don't, which of course is not true, but we live by faith. And actually that's not what living by faith is about. Now, it is an example of how to live by faith and quite an extreme example on how to live by faith, but it is not living by faith. This says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. And the righteous are us again. Do you and me? Do you feel righteous at the moment? No. Are you righteous though? Because you've been put right with God. Doesn't mean we've got everything right. Doesn't mean we do everything right. Doesn't mean we say everything right. Doesn't mean we think everything right. Doesn't mean we don't mess up. Well, actually, if you manage to do all those things, let the rest of us know how. But we're right with God. As soon as we are justified, as soon as we accept what Jesus has done for us, it's just as if I never sinned. Old-fashioned definition of justification. It's just as if I never sinned. He has made atonement for us, or at-one-ment for us. He has put us at one with him. So these big words don't, are not, not a problem, really. You break them down. And righteous. We are the righteous. We are the ones who live by faith. Yet most of the time, we don't feel righteous. We don't think righteous. We don't walk righteous. Because we don't get it. How do we know what it is to live by faith? Well, to live by faith is to live according to the truth. Remember the word faith and the word truth are very close in the Greek. I've said that lots of times. It's to live by the truth. 
But the problem we've got, anybody got a Bible to hand? Everybody picks up their phone. You've got, you got, you got a growed up one there. Thank you very much. There we go. Cool. You can have it back in two ticks. Hold it the right way up. <laughs> and most, a lot of you reach for your phone. Absolutely. No, no problems with that at all. I used to think loads of people were doing texts and emails on their phones. Then I realized they're on their Bible. Well, now I know it's only Chris that's doing texts and emails on his phone. <laughs> Just he's got nothing to do this morning. <laughs> so, if we want to know what the truth is, we read this, yeah? And we have this relationship with Jesus. And we've got to be careful because a lot of us think we can have a relationship with Jesus and not bother with this. This is about living by faith. You open this to read it. You open this to find out what it is to be like Jesus, to walk like Jesus, to live like Jesus, to live this Jesus kind of life. You have been given everything you need to live this Jesus kind of life. Where do you think I get that from? Do I just make it up? Do I say it because I've heard other people say it? It's in here. I promise you, nothing we teach will not be... No, there will be nothing... Everything we teach... <laughs> turn it around, make it positive. Everything we teach will be from here. So when we teach on things that you don't like, I'm really, really sorry. But you're not arguing with me. I have an argument this week with someone, a chat, not an argument, not, nothing horrible. But I don't agree with that. Well, I'm really sorry. It's in here. Oh, yeah, but, 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 but. It's in here. Yeah, but you mean that. No, I don't mean this. I mean what's in here. Well, but I don't like it. Okay. It's your choice not to like it. That's fine. But it's in here. For me, the ultimate argument is, if you don't like what's being taught, and it's in here, where's the problem? It's not in me this time. Again, I'm not perfect. I don't get it right all the time. Open this thing. Read it. It's to be trusted, not to be dusted. Hey, all, the old ones, all the old ones are still work, don't they? They're the best. Well, they hadn't heard the one this morning, had they? What, B-I-B-L-E? Do you know what that stands for? Basic information before leaving Earth. Okay. And again, you've not heard that one. There you go. Read it. If we're to live by faith, read it. Pharisee points for Dan for bringing one. Sorry, brownie point, whatever it is. Extra biscuit outside. So, if we're to live by faith, I think these two verses help us. The first thing we need to do is recognize that often we've been ashamed of the gospel. I've done it. You're a Christian. Oh, well, um, no. I've got to go out there on a limb. Do people at work know you're a Christian? People at school, oh, they've gone. And the people at school know you're a Christian. Oh, it's not cool. It really is increasingly less cool to be a Christian, isn't it? It's harder. Was it hard enough for our generation at school? Yeah. 
it's so much harder for the next generation. I remember when I was at school, I wasn't a Christian, and a guy called Martin was. I don't know why. But, and boy, did we take the mickey out of him for being a Christian. For not doing what we were doing as older teenagers. These guys need praying for. I love the fact that half our congregation disappears when they go out. Well, I hate it, but I love it. I hate it because I want us all to stay together as a family, and I hate it because I want to see more people in here. But I love it that we've got so many flipping youth. When I tell my, my colleagues how many youth we've got and then how many kids we've got, and then I say, but it's not a patch on what it used to be. Wow. Numerically. We've got quality rather than quantity now, that's right. <laughs> Pass that on to your kids. It's quality, not quantity. But it makes a difference. And what makes a difference is them being together and seeing kids their own age, which is doing this stuff. It's classic. It's that classic situation. Well, we don't come to church, there's nothing for the kids. Well, if all the people who didn't think there was anything for the kids came to church, there'd be plenty for the kids because they'd all... It's a classic one, isn't it? You know, My party won't win the election, so I'll vote for somebody else. If everybody who thought that way, then they would win the election. Whatever it is, just let's give thanks for what we've got, but let's pray. So the first thing is to actually position ourselves to get in that right place and say, Lord, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Is the gospel good news? Is it good news for you? Has it changed your life? Has Jesus changed your life? So why don't you want other people to know? You know, Wendy and I went to see the Bond film last night. It's two hours and 40, and I'm not going to tell you any content, don't panic. It's two hours and 43 minutes long, and it didn't feel long. Needed a wee afterwards, but it didn't feel long, you know. And if it doesn't feel long, it's going to be a good film, isn't it? It's a, and it's actually really good. So I'm now telling you it's really good because we've seen a film that we really liked. Yeah? Ask Ali, ask anybody else. I said, if I've read a book I really like, God, why don't you read this? It's really good. I found a saviour who loves me beyond anything. I found a God who is intimate in my life. I found a God who takes my sin and transforms me. But I'm not going to tell you just in case you don't like me. I'm not going to tell you because it's embarrassing. We'll advocate a film, we'll advocate a book, we'll advocate our football team, we'll advocate whatever it is. But will we advocate for Jesus? Appreciate it's not easy always. I do understand that. When I was a school teacher, I got used to using the phrase, as a Christian, I believe, rather than, you should believe. <laughs> got into trouble with that one a couple of times. Because you get excited about, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it's the power of God for salvation. And remember, that's about restoration. The salvation isn't just getting into heaven. 
It's a power to save and to restore. It's not just a code to live by, but a power to have abundant life. And it's for everyone, first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. That's Paul's shorthand for everyone. Those who have believed in Yahweh and those who will. Everyone. But we mustn't, we mustn't advocate the gospel to people of other ethnicity and other faith, must we? Because that's offensive. You don't go around and say, you know, Muslims are stupid for believing what they believe in. Don't say that. But you go around loving people. You go around saying, it's all about Jesus. It's the power of God for everyone who believes. So the first thing we do is recognize and repent that we've been ashamed of the gospel. Then realign, you might recognize the shape coming. Realign to the truth that there is power to save and restore. In the gospel, for in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed. Righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Have you got the next, is there a chance getting the next verse? Because I think it says what I'm about to finish on. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Don't be ashamed of the gospel, but come against all that suppresses the truth. Don't be afraid of the power to salvation, but come against the godliness and wickedness of men. The prevailing wisdom in our world at the moment is not to be people of faith. But we all need to live by faith. The truth reveals the righteousness of God. Jesus reveals the righteousness of God. If you go on to the website of my band, Dogs Without Collars, you will see little biographies of us, you know, our favourite things. I enjoy London Pride. I enjoy... I can't remember what it says on there. And it says at the bottom, don't ask him about Jesus because he'll talk forever. And I've put underneath, for him, I will do anything because he has done everything for me. Can I encourage you this morning? Living by faith isn't somebody, something somebody else does. It's what we do day by day by day by day. It's standing and saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's standing and saying, this is the power for restoration that's at work in me. Do you want some? Be people who share. Be people who are generous. Be people who are kind and loving. 
not wanting to offend somebody with the gospel. It's like having, like knowing how to save their life, but being frightened to offending them. And therefore you don't say anything and you watch them die. If you know where the bread is and somebody is starving, for goodness sake, feed them. Not out of guilt, not because I'm going, we ought to be telling people, but because God, what God has done for us is so amazing. Johnny's going to lead us in worship. And do, can I just ask you, do you want to do that thing out there about sharing it and being out there and just loving? And It starts from being in here and worshipping. It starts from you as an individual knowing the intimacy with God, but then us together encouraging each other and worshipping God. I'm going to use the E word, which I haven't used. Evangelism never, ever works without worship and warfare before it. Evangelism out of guilt is an utter waste of time. Nobody comes to faith, and the faith will just feel rubbish. Maybe said another word there. Managed to stop myself. It's when we feel and know the amazing reality of God's love that evangelism just comes naturally. In fact, we don't do evangelism. We just tell people about Jesus. In fact, we don't tell people of Jesus. We just show them the love of God. Lord, bring us into your, bring us into your intimate place, Lord. Release our hearts in worship. Restore our confidence in the gospel. We say to the world and worldly wisdom, go, get out. The enemy's lies are not going to be part of our thinking anymore. We're not going to worry about what people are thinking. We're not going to do those comparison things. But Lord, we're going to be humble. We're going to be joyful. And we're going to walk in the truth, keeping in step with the Spirit.